Everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. Cannot believe it. This is episode 70, and today is, yeah. well, uh, today is September 21st. This is the last day of astronomical summer. I'm Fox 12 meteorologist Jeff Orgeron, joined by Camilla Ortiz. Hey, Camilla. Hello, everybody. Joined by meteorologist Katie Suniga. Hey, Katie. Hello, everyone. And we have our chief meteorologist, Mark Nelson, in the Fox 12 studio somewhere. Hey, Mark. Hey, good to see you all. All together again. It's like it's like family. It's been yeah. a while Union, since we've yeah. all four been together. It has. Yeah, we're, we're back to the Brady Bunch boxes right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, guys, it's you know, it's been a really nice week. We've had minimal amounts of rainfall west of the Cascades. Kind of an uneventful week weather-wise. Lots of 70s. We're going to kind of go through how September has played out so far. Man, I think the big story though, and something that we're really going to be focused on in this podcast is uh, the pattern change coming, like a dramatic pattern change um, heading into the weekend and early next week. Uh, any initial thoughts, guys? Um, I don't I actually know what's going through Camilla's mind right now because she shot me a text message about this yesterday, or us yesterday about that. Camilla, share what you're thinking. I just, I have all these long rides planned really just for the next three weeks before, you know, shipping out right. for the Ironman. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, kind of like the next three weekends are really key for long rides. And I'm just looking at the forecast and going, I might be doing those four or five hour rides in my garage, which is not very oh. much fun. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But you know, it is what it is. We've gotten so much nice weather. I feel like so far I've ridden outside so much, so I really can't complain. So. We'll, we'll deal with whatever comes. There you go. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Some, hang some inspirational pictures in the garage. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's when I catch up on my trash TV, actually. So it's not all that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Good. I don't really know what that is, but I think it's self-explanatory. Uh, so. I mean, yeah. Just like think of dumb sh I mean, whatever. It's all <laughs> subjective. But do you watch, do you, have you heard of Selling Sunset? Oh, no, my husband watches that. <laughs> I mean, no, I like me. it because there's the there's the real estate component, but of course, then there's all the drama and the fights, and so you're just like, this is so dumb. I only watch it when I'm on my bike. <laughs> okay, well, we know we know where Camilla's mind is right now. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're gonna go over kind of what's to come. Uh, the weather term of the week actually ties in uh, pretty nicely, and I'm just gonna uh, we're not gonna. We're not going to build it up like Mark did last week with the drizzle. Um, by the way. Yeah, that was a fail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're going to be talking about atmospheric rivers. Actually, quite the opposite of drizzle. Um, I didn't mean to do that on purpose. but um, And let's see. Uh, it, we actually have a nice list. I like how Mike has, or Mark has created this nice uh, this like yeah. episode uh, episode forecast, if you will. An, an um, outline. A little outline to keep us on track so we don't there like veer, so the train doesn't go off the tracks and there's a big crash. We don't like that. Right. We still, right? We still go off the tracks. This just helps us get back on quicker. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're going to look at a list of the wettest Septembers on record. <laughs> it has not been very wet this September, but it is going to be wet. So we're going to mm. see, you know, uh, how much we need to record in order to maybe crack the top 10 wettest Septembers on record at PDX. And then uh, we'll talk about what this could mean for fire season. Could it be the end? I see an RIP on the graphic. That's all right. All right. It's it's kind it's of like over. when Mark pulls out the big fork. By the way, I saw that in the corner of the studio. 
Um, a few people mm. were pointing, like, what is that? Some new people were like, what is that big fork? And I was like, you'll find out eventually. <laughs> he didn't yeah, do eventually. it this year. I was looking forward to it because it's my yeah. first year to be there when he did it. All I've ever done is seen it, and he decided you know not what? to do it this it has year. To be the has to be the right setup in late winter and early spring. Otherwise, you know, if you use the fork all the time, then it's not a special event. So this next late winter it's going to be a special event i'm sure that that is not the reason mark why that is i think you were dealing with a little trauma from 2022 when we had that snow in late in in april remember that the latest snow on record and april snow isn't real snow (laughs) that's different winter was still over we'd already hit 70 so yeah all right wow we pulled went way back into the archives for that one didn't we yeah, oh, I got to call you out when I have the chance. So yeah. that's good. So Mark's and don't been forget, burned by the fork. Right. Um, notice the last thing on that little outline to my left or is it to my right? Um, fall begins. We're gonna oh. debate. We're gonna have the big debate, maybe or discuss the um, mm-hmm. you know fall, summer, all that stuff if we have time. Hopefully, we'll have time. Well, since we said we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna make time. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah. 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 Well, I just realized that there's a sharing feature on this podcast and mine is in the gray, which means I can't share things right now. Oh, that's because Mark was sharing that. That's why. Okay. I was having a little internal panic moment there. Um, okay. Well, solved. you're in charge now, Jeff. I've given you control. Yeah. You, yeah that was a control. That, that scared me a little bit, but yeah, Fair I want to go over how September has played out so far. Um, again, Fairly uneventful, uh, but we're going to kind of dive into the details here. I'm just going to start off by saying rainfall has been fairly abysmal. Three hundredths of an inch is all we've uh, recorded in the bucket at PDX, and that was back on September 3rd. Hopefully you guys are seeing uh, the screen mm-hmm. that I'm sharing we see right it. here. Yep. Yep. So I'm putting my cursor. And by the way, thanks to everybody that joins us uh, for the podcast uh, through video format. If you're not able to see that, you're listening maybe in the car, we'll do our best to describe what we're showing you here. Uh, so if you can see my uh, cursor, PCPN represents precipitation. Uh, yeah. Back on September 3rd here, we recorded a whole 300 of an inch of rain. Uh, the, the last three days, we've had minor amounts of rain, like a trace, but that doesn't necessarily count. Um, so I, I guess the, ba- the main focus has been on the temperatures uh, so far this month. We had a few hot days. Uh, back on September 2nd, we hit 91. We had a couple of 90s back on the 14th and 15th. But other than that, we've seen 60s, 70s, and 80s. So when you average the highs and lows together, um, we're running about 2.3, I think it was the calculation, 2.3 degrees above a typical September through the first uh, 20 days. So I'll go ahead and stop sharing that. Kind of do a little discussion here about, I mean, it's been a, a little bit on, a little bit on the warm side at times, but all in all, it's been pretty nice out there. I yeah. saw um, a meme out there today that said, this is the type of weather where you put a sweatshirt on in the morning and you right. turn the heater on, then you take the sweatshirt off and you open the windows right. up and then, <laughs> and then you put the sweatshirt back on and you close the windows and turn the heater back on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Look it's, at the lows this morning. I mean, everybody was in the wow. 40s. Yeah, It was chilly. chilly. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of like that time of year where you're trying to save as much energy in your home as possible. Like maybe right. I'll just hold off on running the heater because we know it's going to get warm this afternoon. And then, you know, sometimes borderline AC um, kind of afternoons, but right. yeah, this morning, you know, when I woke up while you guys were fast yeah. asleep, it was definitely chilly out there. Um, yeah. Okay. The, here's the, this is a great graphic here. The last two weeks uh, overnight lows. So this was, 
the coolest morning. Mark, did you say since early June? June did I hear? I think it was June first. Oh. Red Rose Festival. Yeah. Okay. I think um, it was a forty-seven that day as well, and then there was a forty-one in May. So we kind of forget in, in spring when it's warm. We kind of forget we still get some pretty chilly nights, but we're so used to it. It's like, what's a 40 degree night, you know, in the spring? Because we just yeah. had 20 and 30 degree nights. So, yeah, right. pretty chilly night. I will yeah. say, though, yeah. I'm surprised cool at how quickly it it still warms up quickly. I mean, I stepped outside. I did a bike right. ride late morning or right around noon. And I was like, oh, I was expecting to be cold and like needing a long sleeve. But I was like, no, it feels great out here, you know? Yeah, yeah so. I think. We had, um, I, I think Tillamook briefly dropped into the upper 30s. Elsewhere on the coast, it was in the 40s. Um, because that weather system is still spinning over eastern Oregon, we we had a mixed bag. It was like anything from the 30s around Burns all the way to, I think, the 50s and 60s up or, yeah, up in the Columbia River Basin. So, um, March bringing up. The rain? The Ooh. rain numbers in eastern Oregon today are huge. Oh, oh I haven't looked at those yet. Oh, nice. Here we go. Oh, 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 sorry. Sorry. I can. Oh, I cannot zoom in. Oh, yeah, I can. No, I can't. Uh, it's okay. Go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, look at some of those. Around Pendleton. Pendleton's a very dry place. Half an inch, three quarters of an inch. Blue Mountains, three quarters of an inch. Wallowa Lake, an inch. These are all since, wow. uh, I think it's since midnight. Oh, no, they're 24-hour totals. But it started yesterday evening. So we're getting some good wraparound moisture. That's what I say. This is that like system we were looking at on, I was with you on Tuesday, that we were talking about yeah. Thursday morning. It was just going to right around. Did we get, and did you so, see anything for Central Oregon? Did you see any numbers? For that? Uh, it kind of petered out. Sorry, my, my chart didn't take me that far west. But it kind of okay. petered out once you get to about Bend. Or actually, it's arriving there today, and uh, this afternoon and tonight. So okay. as we speak, it's clouding up and turning wet. So, yeah, good okay. soaking. I mean, fire season is not going to get started over there again. That's a, what was that, two weeks ago? Was that when Hillary came through far eastern Oregon? So this is our second soaking yeah, of September. So those will be some wow. actually pretty big rainfall numbers for September, I think. I'm going to go off the rails a little bit here because you, because, because you just brought Hillary. Everybody remembers what happened with hurricane slash tropical storm. Hillary mainly impacted uh, Southern California and the desert Southwest. My mother reached out to me today. She's in the Palm Springs area, guys. They're having major air quality issues down there because there was so much flooding that occurred in the Coachella Valley mm -hmm. that all the mud that spread out around communities and roads and whatnot now has turned into like fine sand and the wind is picking it up every day and oh. putting it in the air. Wow. It's this really unusual side effect from heavy rain that nobody saw coming, but they're having pretty bad air quality issues um, down in the Coachella Valley where I know a lot of people that listen to the podcast visit um, during, during our wet season. So uh, yeah, unusual. Sorry to kind of switch subject there. I no, just that's wanted interesting. to. Yeah. No, that's good. Wow. That's yeah. interesting stuff. So look what the temperatures have done today. Those are three o'clock temperatures. Mid afternoon in Bend is 46 degrees as the showers wow. have arrived. 40s, 50s. Jeff, I'm back to the, for this one I had, to, sorry, had to go back to the summer color table to make it blue east of the Cascades. So a little, that's... a little backstory here. I sent Mark a text. I think, what was it yesterday? Was it this morning? Yeah. I'm losing track of time. Yeah, yeah, this morning. Yeah. We, we have a, we can, we can change the color scheme on these maps to reflect mm -hmm. like summertime, you know, fall, spring or winter. Right. And I, I noticed that somebody kept switching it back to summer mode and I would, you know, I'd get up in the, this guy. in the morning. And, and my, the graphic was just like blue and purple. It was like in the fifties and I'm like, yeah, it's chilly, but it doesn't represent like bone chilling temperatures. And that was because we were switching it back to summer mode, which that right. would be cold for summer. 
Um, but yeah, Mark, Mark and I are battling it out right now. Battle Royale well, with the graphics. You know what? It's not us. It's the, the big, the big diurnal changes day to night that we see in the spring right. and more so in the fall actually. And so it's like, yeah, I don't want my seventies to be like death red. Because um, in the, if there's some 80s on there at 5 p.m., it's going to be like a pink color. But then, of course, that would make you blue in the morning. So that's fine. We can change it back and forth. Although I guess it's going to stabilize this coming week. So everybody should be happy about that. Camilla, Katie, you guys know I just I get worried when I change a graphic back like twice after it's been Uh-oh. changed twice. And I'm just I'm like, please, Mark, just don't get mad at me. That means there's a fight brewing. Yeah. 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 I I'll send a, don't worry. I'll send a memo out about that if there's an issue. <laughs> Um, one more, I'm going to mention really quick. We did get our little, we got a little dusting or a little quick snow up on Mount hood yesterday morning. It was exciting stuff. I was trying to stay calm on good day, Oregon. It was at about 6,500 feet. We could see it from the Palmer cam above Timberline. Uh, didn't quite make it down to Timberline lodge. I was like, keep my fingers crossed for that. Um, Katie, I want, uh, I want to get into the, when we typically see our last, 90 degree day, 80 degree mm-hmm. day, 70 degree day. Because mm-hmm. if if anybody has been looking at our seven day forecast, they they obviously see that we're going to be ending the week on a warm note yes. um, with temperatures, you know, around 80 degrees in our Western valleys. Um, so I thought this would be a good time to maybe Cube bring slide. up. Yeah. When we, and I am doing that right now for you. So, um, so the graphic that you're looking at, Katie, I'm going to try yep. to highlight it while you yep. explain. Um, is, okay. Exactly. Ooh, that. That's a lot of numbers, folks. Yeah, I know. Well, we have one in the computer that Mark and I just updated um, the other day, and I have it here. I'll read off of it. So, oh, where did that go? I have my notes. Okay. So, the one I have here says that the, so we're looking at the last 90 degree day is typically, okay. do we have September 5th? Is that what you that's have right. there? That's right. On average, yep. Yep, yep there it correct. is, September 5th. And then if you head over to the last 80 degree day, September 28th yep, should be what we have there. Yep. And then I believe that October 17th there. Nice. That three out of three. Last 70. Yep. There we go. So those are all of our, our last days that we hit those. On now, average. Yeah. On average. I mean. Yes. On average. And we have, so we have those two graphics. So we have the one that shows the record last days and then yes. the average last days. So I've been, been kind of using that because, you know, when you look at the fact that we have an 80 degree day tomorrow and that, what is that? The 22nd. Mm-hmm. So the average last one isn't for another week. So right. if you think about it like that, it's really not uncommon for us to stay at an 80 degree temperature, at least through the end of September. There you go. And I, I think it's interesting looking at like the record latest, like it was have... October, yeah. like 90 or something. You're yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. October. I was 5th, just a young buck. 1980. Then. Yeah. Mark, Mark, were you working in some kind of like, I always feel like Mark has like a story. Like I was working in some kind of like sugar factory Farm. or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Picking, picking strawberries. Now, I do remember a hundred degree day, like it was in 1980 or 1981, sometime in September. Uh, but I don't remember that 1980, I guess. What was I in sixth grade? Wait, yeah. was, was would this have been before or after your pigeon championship <laughs> trophy? <laughs> Uh, that was before I was just, I was just ramping up in the pigeon category. Okay. Yeah. So for a little bit of background, we had a weather barbecue not too long ago at Katie's. It was lovely. And we heard this story that Mark 
did you raise pigeons? He said he had a championship yeah. trophy for his pigeon, and we were like, hold on a minute. Can we unpack this? What talk talk uh, to us about that? I still part. have a trophy. I think it's up in the attic. I got grand champion pigeon at the Southwest Washington Youth Fair up in Chehalis, Centralia Chehalis. And so uh it's just, you know, you bring your bird and 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 you raise it and it has to have that the nice little form here, you know. Like if this was here's somebody's um, um Pepsi bottle, it's like gotta have the right chest and the tail needs to go just right. And I guess so that bird was good looking. It's not like a pumpkin. They're not like seeing how like big they get or anything like that. Well, yeah, but I think they're birds. I don't know. I wasn't that deep into it. I was just a kid, okay? Just a lonely, you know. Oh, um, come on. Uh, you know you were into sure. it. Don't act like you were. Well, no, I mean, I mean, I didn't like get into heavy breeding and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, this bird looks okay. Let's enter it in the youth fair. And so I got this. I have, and then the you biggest, won. You guys, the funniest thing, forget the story. The funniest thing is I have this trophy. You know how trophies <laughs> look. And it's got this shiny gold pigeon at the top, like this perfect looking pigeon all shiny. And I still have it somewhere. I'm going to have to bring it in someday. Yeah, it's we like, need to see this. Hard to believe, but I was kind of a nerd. Oh. Shocking. Wait. Honestly shocked. Were these carrier pigeons by by chance? Uh, They're called homing pigeons. Homing. Yeah. Um, carrier pigeons are like, what? what is it? Uh, ancient Greece? Um, no. Snow White. She pigeons. used to use them to carry her messages. She oh, put she little, did. Yeah. They're Snow legit, White. by the way. They they are the real <laughs> yeah. deal. Yeah. They can travel okay. hundreds of miles. Okay, this is what we're way off course. Anyway, I know. No, thank you for I, indulging. Tiny was little my thing. thing. You guys know we used to do weddings. We had the dove reliefs, the the doves that would come back, right. and it came back and was circling the 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 crowd, and everybody was screaming because the pigeon kept getting the, the dove kept coming in and diving and diving. And he was trying to get back to his cage, and they had to run. I would Wait, scream too. <laughs> Wait, people were like you, like they want that for their weddings. Yeah, yeah, people did it. Yes, yes, they did the dove release at the end where after they said their vows, they each held the dove and let it go. And then the doves flew off and then they came back and started swooping in the wedding. It was actually over in Gearheart. It was so funny. And the guy with the pigeons had to run with the cage because they were trying to go home too soon. The train is now in Canada. I love it. it. We we are out of here. Um, Okay, let's circle on back to Oregon in the Pacific Northwest. So temperatures. Let's pretend (laughs) we're a home pigeon and we're gonna bring it back home all right Very nice. there we go nice good segue <laughs> I, I threw the seven day forecast up just because you were talking yeah. about what's the chance of 80 again here in the next week that's not gonna happen no nope. I mean, you really if you're listening to this on friday you already know tomorrow's <laughs> friday it would be today if you're listening tomorrow but we're talking about friday but today here is thursday got that so uh, <laughs> the point is you need to enjoy friday i don't care what day you're on what level of existence you're on what your truth is friday is going to be the last warm day for a while yeah um so and, and we're we're looking at a pretty juicy system i will say um late and, and by the way i haven't used that in a while it feels good um yeah late well, Jeff, i was gonna say with with the with the snow up above timberline and mm. the atmospheric river i mean were you doing oh, breathing exercises back here Jeff. you're right yeah i was um, <laughs> A lot of yoga and uh, long walks in the in the park, and just trying to stay calm and collected. Uh, we have some pretty intense days coming in the in the weather center, at least for one individual. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about the forecast. We're going to talk about the weather term of the week, which is atmospheric river, because I think it I, I think it's important to bring those weather terms into like what is actually playing out in the forecast. It, it, it just makes more sense to people. Maybe it'll it'll lock in a little bit easier. Um, Mark. Mark was saying that he has some some pretty sweet upper level weather graphics queued up. Am I wrong or 
Oh, maybe. I, no, I only, I, you know what I have? I have the seven day rain totals from okay. a couple models. That's what I have. So I'll okay. get to that in a minute. You have okay. something else, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Let's first of all, we'll just briefly describe that the weather system that's coming in, it's going to be a pretty impressive upper level trough that's going to form over the Pacific Ocean offshore of the Pacific Northwest. It'll send a short wave through. It looks like it'll bring some scattered showers probably by around sunrise Saturday morning. So if you're listening today or Friday and you live on the coast, um, things are going to start to turn wet by Saturday morning. And then eventually by late morning, midday is when those showers will spread inland. So lunchtime or so for the I-5 corridor, as of the latest models, it could change by an hour or so. Yeah, I think there's a little debate on the models. Some have it, uh, some like the GFS is just slamming it all in pretty quick. I know it's the European and the Canadian models, so a little bit slower. But okay. regardless, we just called it afternoon showers. To be safe, get everything you need to get done Friday. Like cover right. up patio furniture. If you can get on a ladder and clear out the gutters, obviously have somebody holding the ladder with you to be safe. <laughs> um and uh safety first obsessed with yeah. clearing out those gutters my yeah goodness. how many times a year do you clear out your gutters Jeff? you don't I even want to you don't even want to know what kind of tree I, I have this monster tree next door that has barely started dropping leaves so it's like every week i've got to get up there and clear these guys out oh, so no. um, i've got a chainsaw if you i could come and take care of that for you it's a it's a historic tree so they they have like a plaque on it and you oh. cannot touch it yeah it will be Can't there forever prune it? wow yeah. Um, I don't know what the rules are with pruning, actually, Katie. I'll have to get Ooh, back to you on that. that would pruning pruning is healthy for a tree, so you might want to prune it a little. I think it can be pruned, but yeah. it has phases, man. I'll tell you, it is a moody tree. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, get what you need to get done. Gutters or not, folks, by uh, late Friday. You guys are... I Clearly, agree. there were some discussions behind the scenes about that. I'm never saying no. gutters again. All right. No, um, never discussed it. Huh? Yeah, right. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Saturday uh, into Sunday. I think we'll, we'll have a few more showers probably lingering into Sunday. But it looks like the really wet stuff, the steady, heavier rain will hold off until um, late Sunday and Monday. So that brings up atmospheric river. A an atmospheric river is like a narrow corridor of moist air that gets pointed at like a specific region of the United States. We often see them on the West Coast. They happen all over the world. Um, there are specific types. We've talked about this on a previous podcast probably a year or two ago. Um, there's one that many people are familiar with, the Pineapple Express, and that's one that originates from near Hawaii. That's why it gets the name Pineapple Express. But you can have an atmospheric river that flows in from north of Hawaii to the West Coast, or you could have one that affects South America. Um, so they, they occur in various regions around the world, but what they do is they enhance rainfall rates. So they bring a lot of rain in a short period of time. They tend for the West coast, they tend to originate from a warmer part of the Pacific ocean. So we often see higher snow levels initially. That's exactly what we're expecting with this initially is snow levels should be 8,000 feet or higher. Um, I think if you're hoping for like an early season pounding of snow at the ski resorts, probably not going to happen. So don't get your hopes up. It'll it'll drip, drop a little bit um, by Tuesday or so. But um, I'm going to pull up a graphic here. There's actually a category uh, system for atmospheric rivers. So think about like a tornado. You have the enhanced Fujita scale, EF0 to EF5. And you also have the um, Sapper-Simpson scale categorizing hurricanes. So we're not categorizing based off of wind speed and damage. We're categorizing based off of duration of the event, how long 
there that will go and how much moisture will be transported. So I'm going to go ahead and share the screen here. Um, let's see. And you know, That's we should, while you're doing that, Jeff, we should point out that um, I've had people say, is this a new term? Why do you talk about atmospheric rivers all the time? Um, it's not really a new term, although it's only, I think about 25 years old. And an atmospheric river, um, they can be very weak, as Jeff is going to point out here. And in fact, they're relatively common. I think there were something like, do you remember this number uh, last spring? <clears throat> something like 67 on the Oregon and Washington coast last cool season. So basically the way they're categorized, you can, most weather systems moving onto the coast of any significance are involve an atmospheric river. And usually we don't even mention them if they're on the like category one or two scale. Right. So category one would just be kind of like a steady light rain. Um, a, two, a category two would be a beneficial, but can be hazardous. And I would say if we've had a lot of rain, we have snow melting, and then we get a category two atmospheric river, then yeah, it could lead to higher rivers and maybe a little bit of a debris flow. Cat three to cat five is when things get a bit more interesting. Um, category three brings a, like a balance of beneficial rainfall, but can be hazardous, could bring debris flows to burn scars um, from recent wildfires. Um, category five is when it becomes a bit more hazardous, um, especially if we've had a lot of rainfall recently or a lot of melting snow. Now, uh, interestingly enough, guys, make let me know if you're um, if you're seeing what I'm sharing here. I'm going to stop oh, sharing. Sure. Okay, that was the category scale. I'm going to bring up the uh, the atmospheric river forecast for the West Coast. Um, sorry, it's a little bit slow here, so maybe. Yeah, but we uh, look great, don't we? Yeah, you Everybody. do. Yeah, you do. We all look good. Uh, I didn't put makeup on. I'm sorry, folks. I don't have my suit on ready. Or, oh, we yeah. don't have a show till six, our digital show, because we have uh, baseball. Ooh. All right, so I'm bringing up the forecast here. So this is um, a product that is uh, put out by uh, the Scripps Institute down in San Diego. Um, oceanography, they, they do great atmospheric work. And so check this out, or research okay. rather. Oh, look um, at that. They actually upgraded this. So when I was showing, when I sent out the graphics to you guys earlier via email, we had a lot of yellow on the graphic, a lot of atmospheric river three um, expectations. But um, we're seeing a lot of orange now, atmospheric river four, which would kind of tip the scale toward more of a hazardous event if it had been really wet recently. But guys, we haven't had that much rain. Mm -hmm. The river levels are really low. Stream levels are really low. Don't have much snow to melt. So um, would you agree with me if I said, even though this is maybe going to be an a AR4, an atmospheric river category four, probably won't pose too many dangers or hazards. No. And in fact, right over that red spot, the one spot on the southwest Oregon coastline, that's where one of two significant fires are burning near Port Orford. So that's perfect. It's going to mostly put out that fire, just reduce it to a smoldering wet heap, I suppose. So that's actually really good. That's, that's perfect placement and perfect timing. Well, now, I'm curious, though. So in my understanding, and this is where I want to make sure I'm, I'm thinking about this right, you know, we haven't had much. So if we all of a sudden get a huge you know, amount of rain, isn't that does, doesn't that pose a little threat because of the fact that the ground isn't saturated? I think you, that might you be go ahead a desert climate. I think that's in desert climates, a different kind more of soil. More of a desert, like in, so I'm yeah. thinking more central Oregon. It's a good point. So a different soil. Our, yeah, our environment does do a really good job absorbing that moisture. And um, I think the National Weather Service has done a good job highlighting that if we do get heavy rain over an extended period of time, which is possible, 
um, on some of the local fires and burn scars. So let's think mm-hmm. about some of the fires burning in the Central Oregon Cascades, the mm-hmm. Lookout Fire, um, the man. I'm losing track on all of all the fire names. Um, oh, we so many Big Pete uh, or no, it's P- Pete's, Pete's Lake. Pete's Lake. Pete's, Pete's Lake, Lake west of Camp, uh, the Three Camp Sisters. Creek. Yep, Camp, Camp Creek. Yep, and, and you know what? This is this also includes burn scars from previous years as well. I would say sure. it's probably fair to say the past couple of years, any kind of big burn scars in the Cascades or Coast Range, which I don't think we have too many big ones in the Coast Range um, to be worried yep. about. Uh, but Katie, to answer your question, I would be if I was in a community that is near a big burn scar, then sure we 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 would probably raise more awareness about it, but. This is probably going to be a really beneficial event and frankly yeah. is going to put um, fire season. I th- I'm, I'm going to resort back to or revert back to Mark's RIP to fire season. I think that's a mm-hmm. good way of describing how this might end up afterwards. So, yeah. Oops. There we go. Yeah. RIP. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, I was going to show you saw it here for a second. And the other thing is, it's not that much rain. It's not like we're getting five or 10 inches of rain yeah, in the mountains. Right. This is the European ensemble, the average. This is one week ending next Saturday. So it'll be ending the last day of September, next Saturday the 30th, right? Yeah, one to two inches in the valleys, two to maybe four inches in the mountains. So this is all beneficial. That goes into the woods. I mean, the first inch barely gets into the soil. And yeah. then, you know, it takes a long time to really moisten things up. That's the European. I have the Canadian here. Notice the lower res on the Canadian, the new European with the nine kilometer resolution is pretty good on those ensembles. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but um, I mean, that's kind of the same one to two inches in the valleys, maybe two to three inches in a few spots. But the, the big stuff is way up, you know, Canadian uh, uh, Vancouver Lake and then up towards Whistler and Southwest BC, four, five, six inches of rain. Vancouver and, Island. Yeah. Vancouver Island, I should say. Yeah. And it looks like, I mean, really, it's just we're kind of adding a little bit each day. It's not like, I mean, Monday right. looks pretty wet, but it seems like it's kind of just a steady accumulation, which would probably which be good. less yeah. stressful, I imagine, for the environment. Yeah. It, it does look dramatic. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm just yeah. thinking about like when, I'm sure you'll remember this one, Mark, May, I think it was May, was it 2020, where we had um, that thunderstorm that came through bend and everybody started like screaming the wicked witch is coming because it was green the sky was completely green and it just absolutely dropped on us and everybody thought that you know there were tornadoes coming and all that kind of stuff and it just it just dumped so hard for like 20 minutes and all the streets and everything was just absolutely soaked because the ground is so dry you know there that it just it just went right over and we our streets were flooding and and storm drains you know were you know six inches to a foot bubbling out because they couldn't handle 20 minutes of that hard that hard rain that came through so it that's what i'm just thinking about and we're not getting it you know it's just a different environment here than over there and we should emphasize yes day over day day by day we'll just slowly add up the rainfall next week but uh, there may be heavy showers or thunder showers like after a system goes through a little cooler air so we make it into a setup where we have thunder showers and it's still pretty warm air mass warm Warm season, technically. So we could get some good downpours at times, but they'd be spotty next week. Look at the European Ensemble average high temp. I noticed that, that this morning. That is yeah. really cool. I mean, this says well below average. So all of next week. Yeah. And yeah. then and then I noticed the other some of the other models have kind of a warming. Maybe maybe we kind of pull out of it and we get some ridging. Actually, the Euro has it too. You just don't see it on the temps too much here. But as we go into that first week of October, there are hints that the cold upper level trough fades away. And we're back to right. pretty reasonable October weather. So this may just be like a seven to 10 day thing. That's what I'm thinking. 
really quick, Mark, can you bring back up the rainfall, like the map? Um, mm -hmm. So right now we're getting that weather system over Eastern Oregon. It's bringing a lot of rain to the Blue Mountains, for instance. Right. Um, so this, this weather system is coming in from the West, coming in from the Pacific Ocean. And atmospheric rivers tend to be kind of like in the mid-levels of the atmosphere. A lot of the moisture gets concentrated there. And a lot of it washes out. I mean, this is a classic example of a rain shadow effect where we see a dramatic mm -hmm. difference between rainfall totals along and west of the Cascades versus east of the Cascades. A lot of that moisture gets wrung out in the Cascades and then doesn't make it east of the Cascades. So we'll, we're not going to be, we're, even though Eastern Oregon has been the big winner um, midweek in terms of the rainfall, not going to be the case as we head into the weekend early right. next week. Very normal I, stuff though. I should point out on this graphic too, all the, um, the, the heavier rain you're seeing across Northeast Oregon, most of that is... That include this is total precip, which includes today's rain over there. So there you um, go. The yellow stuff is from today. So yeah, most east of the Cascades, maybe quarter, half inch if they get lucky, but that's going to be it over there at most. Okay, so I think it's reasonable to say that this probably from like the weekend and the midweek of next week, we could see one to two inches of rain western valleys. Multi-inch rainfall totals are possible coast coast range and Cascades. Far less rainfall east of the Cascades. So that brings up the next subject, um, which is. We haven't had a lot of rainfall this month. We've had three hundredths of an inch of rain. Um, how, wonder what the wettest uh, September's have been um, on on record at PDX. I'm going to bring that up really quick. A list of those. Um, and Camilla, I'm going to let you take it away because you know we have a little over a week left in the month. Uh, we could end up with quite a bit I, beyond midweek. There still looks like there's going to be some pretty decent rain chances coming through. Northwest Oregon and Southwest Washington. So I pulled up the list here. Kamal, I'll let you take it away. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Ooh. We've had some very, very wet Septembers. And actually, before I go to this, I'll mention, uh, you know, last September, super dry. We got less than a third of an inch of rain over the course of the month. But the previous five years before that were all wetter than average Septembers. Mm. Uh, in fact, in 2019 mm. and in 2021, uh, we got more than three and a half inches of rain both those years. So, um, yeah, it, I mean, we'll see rainfall in September, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And in years past, besides last year, that's what's been happening. So uh, if you take a look here, though, our wettest September on record, 2013, 5.6 inches of rain, which is, would that be more typical of what month, Mark or Jeff? Uh, that'd be mm. like a winter month. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. at, at PDX, five or six inches is a winter month. Yeah, November, that's December, pretty amazing. January. I remember then, that one. I think we had a westerly flow for that. That whole, like a whole week, a lot of atmospheric river type stuff. Uh, can I, Mark, uh, I think it was in our El Nino discussion. I wonder what 2013 was. Do you know off the top of your head if that was- It was, was not El Nino. It was something, because, it was either La Nina or nothing. You know how sometimes uh, it I seems like El Nino gets- kind of front loads our precip to like the earlier parts right. of the, the wet season and then things get drier and less eventful toward the end of the, I just wonder if how many of these were El Nino years where we had like, like just a, a banging end to the uh, month sure. of September. That'd be like an interesting a, thing to look at actually with these years in the top 10. So yeah. 2013 was not, it was weak La Nina or, or flat. What, what was another year? What was number two? I don't have the years in front of 1986 me. right yeah. here. Uh, that what? Oh, actually, that was a developing El Nino year. Yes. What's the next one? 1982. Oh yeah, that was an El Nino year. That was a huge wet, warm, wet winter. 82, 83. 
Camille, you can take it away. Give me more. Give me more, folks. What about, okay, so number, I mean, we could just go through the list. What about number four, which was just under four inches of rain in September 1945? Oh, too far back. I don't have that number. Throwing it way back. <laughs> what about 1969? That's ranked number five. Uh, that was an El Nino year as well, although it was a fading El Nino. But yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. So it is kind of a pattern. Yeah. What about what about 2019? Did we talk about that yet? That's number six. We should know, but I don't remember. I don't uh, that was oh. the first year I was here, and neutral. yeah, we were ending El Nino and going into neutral. Yeah, it was La Nada. Yeah. La, <laughs> La Nada. I like that. Uh, but basically, it looks uh, like if we wanted to crack into the top ten here for September rainfall, we would need a, about three and a half inches of rain, uh, more than three point five three technically. It's so gonna be a, I don't, I don't it's gonna know. be a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? Um, with those downpours coming in Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, those like kind of thunderstorm convective type of, uh, uh, downpours, those can produce a lot of rain in a short period of time. So we'll see if it kind of moves we'll over see. the right bucket. Um, yeah, true. so, uh, hopefully you guys kind of took something from this podcast, of course, with the dramatic shift to the weather pattern, but also atmospheric river. I think you're going to probably hear that term more than once, uh, during the wet season, perhaps more to the South than the North, because if you listen to our El Nino podcast, you know that history lean has history tells us that El Nino years tend to bring more precipitation to the Southwestern United States versus the Pacific Northwest. So um, things may turn more active later this season uh, down South, but we never know until it actually starts, you know, panning out. Um, anything else you guys wanted to add uh, to episode 70? It's a big one. It's a, it's a big episode. Well, I hate to add more time, but maybe we can, let's keep this to two minutes. Okay. The fall and summer discussion. Oh uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So the, uh, the fall equinox is, um, tomorrow night, 1150 PM Friday night. So that's uh, on your calendar. What does it say? Fall begins. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. But well, does it really? So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. So, Go ahead. you know, well, we've, so we've been talking, Mark and I've been talking about this the last couple of days because we've had some funny comments about it. And, you know, I fell in the group of people that just always heard it said as the official start to fall. And so for me, I didn't, you know, didn't think anything of it because that's what I'd always heard. But the way Mark explained it was, and it made so much more sense to me because you think about you know, what time people, you know, just different regions peak and temperatures and things like that. So there really isn't an official start for anybody because it's different. So he said he likes to use the word traditional. And I liked that. I like that a lot because I always say, well, if it officially starts for you, because I didn't know how to word it. So I like that the traditional start being, you know, the sun angles and stuff like that. I think that's good. I, I, I always think it's weird. It's like, where did the old word official ever come from? Who's yeah. declaring it the beginning Some of the Some person on air who came up with it. Some media. Most person. likely. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would think if Noah uses September 1st, shouldn't that technically be more official? I don't know. For weather. For weather. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. astronomically you could argue, okay, well, yeah, it's, I just think it's weird. As I was bicycling today, I could feel the sun just didn't have the strength that it had you know, mm-hmm. back in June and July. And it's just funny that it's like, here here we are at the, um, the sun is as strong right now as it is at spring break. But do we consider spring break the beginning of summer? That's kind of weird. I mean, so, yeah, so it's true. definitely not centered on the sun. It's not based on, mm-hmm. on the highest part of the, I mean, if it was based on the sun, it should be centered on June 22nd. It should be a month and a half before that and a month and a half after that, right? 
So I just mm-hmm. think it's kind of odd. I don't know how that ever all came about. Like the, I mean, one could argue it's when you put your first pair of pants on for you. That's your reality, right? <laughs> so that's fall for me or for sometimes people say, oh, when I put my leggings on, I don't have leggings as far as I'm aware. Um, but some people say, oh, when I put my leggings on or when I get my first hot latte or something, I, everybody has their own. Katie's been okay. drinking those hot PSLs for weeks now. I've had yeah. two today. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. I finished my second one just before. <laughs> Can I just say, oh, I went ahead, to, Jeff. I went, I'm studying for my pilot exam, uh, my private pilot exam. I went to Starbucks the other day to do some studying because I needed to get out of the house and I, I bought a drink. I couldn't believe how much those things cost. Like it was oh, over yes. $7. And I was like, are you kidding really? me? Really? Yeah, I mean, I got I got a matcha. Matcha is kind of a new thing, um, so I was testing that so out. So fancy and bougie. Not new for That's me, new. Camilla. New for me. Okay, guys. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's My bad. Not new. <laughs> um, yeah, to all the PSL crowd over here. Um, Seven bucks. I had no idea. I just I, I'm resorting back to my Winco coffee forever. I just cannot do it. <laughs> um, oh, Katie doesn't like that. Um, <laughs> I, I only go to those coffee places usually if I'm on vacation or it's like a weekend. I'm like, okay, once a month, I'm going to go get a coffee. And then I'm like, hmm, my coffee at home is just as good. So, yeah. Did we just lose the endorsement of Starbucks? Are they oh, a sponsor? We're dead. No, they're not. A sponsor. Well, I they, will tell you. Not yet. Next okay. Thursday is the last. Every Thursday this month, if you didn't know, they're doing a BOGO on fall drinks. So, Katie knows about all the deals. She's wow. constantly sending me deals on apps. Yes, because it's, it's worth like, it. So that's the only time I buy Starbucks is when I get a deal like because the, I'm with you, Jeff. It's way too expensive. It's equivalent to like the secret menu at In and Out. Like I, I used to work has... at In and Out. I know the, oh I know the secret. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh, lord! We could say that for another podcast. That sounds like a very interesting story, as they say. Maybe, maybe we can talk about all of our first jobs. Because we know Mark was working okay. in some random factory in Chehalis That wasn't my first job, raising but, homing you know. pigeons at the same time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> per- yeah. Yeah. Good. This is yeah. a good topic for next time, for sure. To be continued. Yep. Bum, bum, bum. Yep. Well, I, as Mark said, and we continue to say on air, take advantage of this. Uh, well, today and tomorrow's last sunny day for quite a while because – Quite the pattern change is coming. Uh, thanks for joining us for episode 70. By the way, guys, good to see you all again. And thanks yep. for holding down the fort last week. Um, did a great job, except Can for the drizzle. Okay? You know, I, I'm still skeptical about that drizzle um, decision there, Mark. But, but yeah, Jeff, yeah you, all the weather impressed? turns. Yeah, were you impressed at how organized Mark was, though? I was. Yeah, that I was like. stuff together. I, yeah. I saw that and I was like, oh, boy, I've got to step up my game. And did I do that this week? Well, no, I did, did not. Yes, you did. Uh, it was very yeah. You did great. Yeah. Okay, it's a team thank, effort. Thank team you. effort works too. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. But seriously, Mark, step up your drizzle game. Step <laughs> it up. Um, hello. We just had a marine layer drizzle. That's why I chose the word. It needs to be. It needs to be relevant to the current weather pattern. I did say that a little while ago. You're right. Okay. Respect. Respect. Okay. Thanks everybody for joining us for episode 70 of the Fox 12 weather podcast. We'll be next back next week to talk about well how much rain we've seen. And until okay. then. Have a great time out there in the rain or inside drinking your PSL. We'll talk to you soon. Please tell us about the